5: This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio.
2: I was talking to these uh, producers I have, these, the, the team, and I was telling them before the show, what we should do is just have uh, like one night where we play random old opens uh, from different shows that I've done. Because this is like almost 20 years of opens uh, in there. And they don't delete anything. Except the sound bites that we want; those, those, they, the things we don't want, they, they're still in. There. The sound bites I wish they would delete are still very much in the system. But the the ones that uh, that we don't really care about; those, you know, it's they're, they're just come on. Anyway, so uh, maybe we'll do that. We'll have a theme night because that that'll help ratings in the show, right? We'll get more listeners in. People love themes. We should do that each week. We should have a theme.
5: Wrong. That's
2: what those other shows do. All right, so keeping up with the Joneses, what the F does that be? Well, RG3, the beginning of this week, there was some optimism among those that care about the former Baylor star quarterback. He'd worked out for the Chargers. All right, Anthony Lynn, coach in Los Angeles, formerly in San Diego, although he never worked in San Diego. Anthony Lynn was gushing, gushing over the ability that Robert Griffin III showed. In fact, when speaking to reporters, the Chargers coach said, quote, the young man can move. He's athletic. He threw the ball well. Okay. Uh, so the very next day, it turned out that was, I think we'd file this in false praise. I think that would be accurate. Because right after RG3 walked off the practice facility for the Chargers, they then called the Buffalo Bills and said, Help! We need help. We need a quarterback. Frankly, you won't see a more gifted passer. Exactly. <laughs> well, so if, if you've not heard about this, and maybe th- this just doesn't doesn't register for you, but the uh, what are they going to be called? The L.A. Power Company? Is that what they're going to be called? The Chargers? The uh, LACP or something like that? I don't know. Uh, anyway, the, uh, the football team that's new to Southern California, well, not new to Southern California, they've been there, but just not. Very confusing. Not in LA. The Chargers have acquired Cardale Jones from the Buffalo Bills in exchange for a conditional draft pick, which is pretty much meaningless. So I wanted to talk about this because it's intriguing. It involves RG three. It involves RG three. And so the question here, when you when you look at this, you think, who cares about the backup quarterback? The Chargers are a fringe playoff contender. The deck is stacked in the AFC West. I know all the storylines. I know all the compelling storylines about how the Chargers are irrelevant. This is the year of the Raiders and the Chiefs. God knows what's going on with Kansas City as they rotate quarterbacks. And then you've got the Broncos who are still trying to sell Trevor Simeon. But the question is, what do you make of the Chargers working out RG3, celebrating RG3, talking about how he can move and he's athletic and he threw the ball well, and then immediately trading for Cardell Jones. It is three things. It is cold-blooded, completely understandable, and deflating. All three of those things. First of all, from the the Chargers side of things, it's a savvy move. It's a cold-blooded move, but it's savvy. Right? Robert Griffin turned out to be a smokescreen for the L.A. Chargers. It was a bizarre move from the very beginning to bring him in in the first place. And we chronicled the soap opera. It's well known. You don't need me to tell you about what's going on with RG3 and how he has sucked at a time you should not suck after his rookie year and that he has been much more productive off the field then on the field there's a cornucopia of reasons to not get involved in the RG3 business but whether or not it's the coaching the locker room melodrama that is always around this guy the fragile body and not just the fragile body of work the fragile body the brittle body and what apparently is an inability to read defense so it it all added up to what has been a 6 and 19 record in the last three seasons that he's been on the field, and he's got one more touchdown than interceptions, 22 touchdowns, 21 interceptions. So it's understandable that the Chargers would go a different direction. It's confusing that they would even consider going down that highway. Nevertheless, though, it it was also amusing that Anthony Lynn has been caught, before he's even coached a regular season game, dishing out a lot of insincere puffery. <laughs> I mean, look, clearly he's, whether he can coach or not, he's got the lingo down. Did he learn that from Rex Ryan? Who taught him that? He, I know he worked under Rex Ryan in Buffalo, but that—that that is, whoo, man. You talk about laying it on thick with extra icing for Robert Griffin. And from, from his perspective, RG3, this is a deflating and demoralizing situation. My advice, and I am a consultant. I am an advisor. To everyone in the NFL, that's why I have a microphone and headphones. I am here to give my wisdom. Here's what you do. You call up every team in the Canadian Football League. You go through team by team, Saskatchewan, Toronto. You go all over the place. Every one of them. And you beg for a job. You beg. You say, please, let me in. I love Canada. My favorite song is oh Canada. Let me in. That's what you got to do. And then when every team in the Canadian Football League, the Rough Riders and all the rest, when every team says go pound sand, and they will, they won't be interested, when that happens, here's what RG3 should do. I advise him to become a televangelist. This guy will be one of the great televangelists of all time. You know how much money there is in that racket? We know he comes from a religious family. I'm not mocking him at all. There's a lot of. He's a well spoken guy. He's got the gift for Gab. He's a celebrity already because he played in the NFL. This is a boom industry. You could end up, if RG3 plays his cards right, he's a young guy. Was he 27? He gets into this right now. He will have more money than he would have had if he'd been a star quarterback in the NFL. He'd have more money. That's my advice. You beg the CFL. When they say no, you open up a a TV ministry. That's what you got to do. Problem solved. You're on easy street. All right. Now, the second thing here, the flip side is the backup quarterback, which I know you're very concerned about, my position on the backup quarterback. Now, I said my level of confidence with RG3. We talked about this a couple days ago. Would this be a roster upgrade? It was at a 2 out of 10. With Cardell Jones, I'm going up to a 5. I'm going to put that at a 5 with my man Cardell Jones. Because back in March, this is not one of the Mallard monologues I'm proud of, but I I was gas-bagging on the radio, calling for the Bills to dump Tyrod Taylor and give the keys to the kingdom to Cardell Jones, to give him a chance to start. Clearly, that did not resonate with the people in charge in Orchard Park, New York. And they did not listen. It's a bad job by them. And they gave Tyrod Taylor a new contract. But Cardale has the ideal size. He has the all ideal size. He, he, the guy's a, a monster uh, athletically. He's 6'5", 250, give or take, depending on what kind of meals he's been eating. And he didn't play much at Ohio State, but he did show a bazooka for an arm. And you figure he, he's given an opportunity will be able to make – As the cliche goes, all the throws in the NFL. So it's not a lightweight. He's not someone that can easily be tossed around like RG3. The big red flag with him has been maturity and the fact that he does not have the greatest reputation in that particular department. Uh, Not that well. Not that well at all. So Anthony Lynn clearly saw enough, though. That's the other part of this. Anthony Lynn was in Buffalo. He was there. He watched this guy. He watched him a Cardale overthrow everyone and hit a sports rider uh, when he was practicing. He saw that. He saw everything. And even with that, he still said, I want to bring this guy 3,000 miles from Buffalo, and I want to take him to Southern California. So last thing on this, the Chargers can now see what they got. It's a low-risk, high-reward situation, which is always the place you want to be in. If you have your choice between betting on a favorite in baseball, which is minus 300, which means you got to bet 300 to win 100, or to bet on a plus 300 that you think's got a chance to win where you bet 100, you get an extra 300. You'd much rather bet the underdog. So he'll get an opportunity. Philip Phillip Rivers is going to play. He's an older quarterback now, so there's a chance he gets hurt. And there's not much competition there at the backup quarterback position for the now Los Angeles Chargers. It is the Ben Maller Show on Fox, and uh, w- we had a – Interesting situation, because uh, uh, people have been pressured. I'm going to bring Eddie in on this. Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie. Now, I, I want your opinion here, Eddie, and uh, advise you know, right. a colleague of mine, All and we've right. been in this together for a number of years now. What's going on? Uh, people have been trying to bully me on social media to talk about the USA soccer team. I don't. Yeah. Ha- I don't – I guess they played Jamaica – uh, yes, that's correct. The yeah. Gold Cup Final. What is the Gold Cup?
1: Who? Uh,
0: it's a tournament uh, that uh, involves, uh, I think, North American and uh, teams from, like, the Caribbean.
2: Okay. Never heard of them. And this is a big deal? Uh, I'm not a big soccer fan, okay. so I don't right. know. Am but... I? Am I a bad talk show host that I have no interest in this? I have
0: zero interest i you know if this were the World Cup and they had you know the u s was playing well, I think that needs to be talked about, but the yeah. gold cup i don't I don't think it's uh I think it's a big deal for soccer fans, but I don't think it's a big deal for fans in general.
2: Well, I was explaining uh, in our production meeting, I was talking to Danny G and we were going back and forth and i I had an idea and I think it'd be wonderful and I, this is not a call for all the lunatic soccer nut jobs to call up. I'm not asking for that. But uh, I, I was talking to Danny, and I, we were going over the you know, years and broadcasting and stuff like that, and then just watching sports. And I would say the last 30 years, there have been endless numbers of pundits who get on television every time the USA plays well or there's a buzz about a soccer event, and they say, that's it. That is the defining the moment. Soccer has arrived in the United States of America. This is a, <laughs> this is a soccer country. And they're always wrong. 100% of the time they're wrong, just like they're wrong now. Uh, it's a niche sport, soccer. It's one of those things. You play when you're a kid and you get to a certain age. You don't watch it that much. It's it, You know what it is? As we've talked about with the World Cup, we mentioned the World Cup. We've talked about it a little bit. The thing about the World Cup, it is national pride. You wrap yourself in the flag, just like apparently this was. The, the, they're wearing the USA uniform, right, Team USA uh, so people get excited about that. But it's more about nationalism than it is about love well, of soccer. I mean, I,
0: I'm not a big soccer fan, but I am attracted to the World Cup and I am attracted to the Olympics because that's it's the competition of the world. I think just I wow. just think that's cool.
2: You like but yeah, that's my point. That's but the this, point.
0: But this is not even this is not even the Americas, like the South American teams weren't even included All in right. this. This yeah. is you know, this All is right. yes, it's exactly. nice, good for them. Yeah. I'm happy for him, you're but not, you're uh, not gonna,
2: I don't think it's a big deal. You're not going to watch like a Philadelphia Union-Columbus crew game. You're not going to check that out. There's
0: not- a uh, professional soccer team 12 miles from my house. If yeah. you gave me free tickets, I wouldn't go watch them. <laughs> and they're pretty successful, from what I
2: understand, the L.A. Really? Galaxy. What about the Vancouver Whitecaps, though? You can't miss one of their hey, games. Hey, look, That's I have a, a
0: cousin who's yeah. a, who, li- who lives in Portland. It's the name of their team,
2: the Whitecaps. He is
0: Racist. A, he's a gigantic Portland Timbers fan. I, I mean, oh, yeah. he's I see. fanatical it's, about listen, it. I'm I've serious. Seen, there's a
2: great passion. Like I've seen the Seattle Sounders games. Right? Yeah. There's yep. a tremendous passion. That doesn't mean I got the passion. I don't have to pay. And what's up with all these soccer teams trying to copy? In the MLS, they try to copy Europe. They put the FC at the end of it. Well, that's the gold
0: standard. Oh, so stop. What you Imitation, I do that? highest form of flattery. They should that.
2: do that in the NFL. You know, the, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, what would they? What would the initials be after that? F F F F. Yes, F F F F. No, I guess it would still be FC, Football Club. is what it stands oh, for. Oh, okay. Like. Uh, football uh, Club. Yeah, and then they have uh, like Dallas F- FC. Some football of them go S. SCU soccer club. Boy, we sound like idiots right now. <laughs> well, no, I'm just making my point, and I think it's a great point. Real, and I'm not uh, going to be bullied. Seahawks. I'm not going to be bullied, Eddie, by these people who are trying to get me to talk about this. I am not going to do it, brother. You cannot bully well, me.
0: And even you know they brought back this guy Bruce Arena. He was the coach before, and oh, then they fired so him, scary. and they brought him back. And they're like, he's undefeated. And they're like, well, he's nine zero and five. I mean, the five ties. I don't know. Yeah. I just. Anything that has ties, I'm just not interested in.
2: Yeah. Don't want to wear ties. I agree. I don't want to wear ties either.
0: Please, well, I, don't right. wear ties. Yeah. I don't want to wear yeah. ties. I don't want
2: to watch ties. Exactly. Uh, here's a guy, Tesh, uh, writes in and says, you, you, been not wanting to talk about soccer is already way too much soccer talk. <laughs> all right, I apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry. See, this, I got sucked down see, the damn this, rabbit hole. This is
0: hard for me, though, because ah! being a hockey fan, I, know, I understand their pain. Uh, I, I get it. I get being, you know, like the fourth sport or now whatever. So I get it, but at the same time, I'm just i
2: not a soccer fan. I hear you.
5: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: Now, it is my guesstimate that there will be around five quarterbacks that are going to get hurt before the start of the regular season. We've already got one. We got one, and that's Joe Flacco. I'm not going to count Andrew Luck because he was already hurt before training camp. So I'm not counting him. But I'm going to count Flacco. He is out at least one week, we are told, with a disc issue, although could be out as much as six weeks. The timeline is a fluid situation regarding the Ravens starting quarterback, a a problem in his back. And so if he is out the full six weeks, that would push back the start of the regular season. He would have to miss the beginning of the NFL season. In Baltimore. So the question here is, what, what's your actual level of concern for Joe Flacco? Now, I am not a Raven supporter. I've been called by our friend Sports with Coleman, the Baltimore talk show host. I was actually on his show uh, last night, and uh, I've been called a Baltimore hater. Uh, so, but, but here's my my uh, my 10 cents on Joe Flacco. Level of concern, Maller scale of panic, 1 to 10. You know the drill, 1 to 10, 10 being the most panicky. I would put this, if I was a Raven fan, I would put this at an 8. You got to put it at an 8. The reason you go 8 is this. A, Joe Flacco has been going the wrong way. It's like you drive down the highway and there's a car coming at you. Flacco's the car coming at you. He's the car coming at you. He's going the wrong way. He's going against traffic. And it's been this way for several years. Last season, Flacco was the 24th-ranked quarterback. In the NFL, one of the great internet debates uh, for a number of years is: Joe Flacco elite? Is Joe Flacco elite? And of course, you, the the championship defenders league say, "Oh, of course he is. He won a Super Bowl. This is not difficult." For everyone else, it's very complex, very very complex. Because yeah, for one postseason, Joe Flacco stood above everyone else. Stood above everyone else. It was one of the great postseason runs ever capped off by that game against the 49ers in the Super Bowl with the lights turning off and the Ravens coming back and uh, everyone's favorite role model, Ray Lewis, winning the Super Bowl there in Baltimore. How great was that? Boy, uh, good good guys do finish first. Yes, they do. Good guys finish first. But this is about Joe Flacco. It's about Flacco. And even though he's 32 years old, he looks much older, right? He looks – This is supposed to be the tail end of your prime years when you're – 32, I've ranted about this a million times. But Flacco's body looks much older. This is a Derrick Rose situation. We point out Derrick Rose, the basketball player who just signed in Cleveland, while his listed age is not very old at all, his actual age he looks to be about as in his 70s. And Flacco, even though he's 32, if you look at his age on Pro Football Reference, his actual body age looks like it's in his mid to late 40s. Mid to late 40s. That's how Flacco has played the last couple of years. So it's it's been a consistent descent since that storybook playoff run, which was capped off from the Super Bowl. And to Joe Flacco's credit, even though most of this time he has put up rather pedestrian numbers, some would go as far as to say pathetic, Flacco has been able to monetize himself, and he's been able to cash in quite a bit. So the last thing on this, now the Ravens, much to the chagrin of my friends in Baltimore, are in a dark place right now. It didn't have the kind of roster improvement in the offseason that gets you all jonesed up. They've already lost Kenneth Dixon, who was going to be out at the beginning of the year anyway. Not that he was supposed to be a difference maker, but there's, there's no dominant running back. Joe Flacco has a problem with his back. Now, unlike Clayton Kershaw, before you call up and say, I'm out you're a hypocrite. Listen to me. Unlike Clayton Kershaw, who does not have to worry about getting trucked by a 300-pound defensive lineman, unlike that, you got Joe Flacco, who is almost, it's inevitable, he is going to get steamrolled at some point. At some point, he is going to be run over. That is going to happen. Good luck when you got a bad disc in your back. And this leads to the inevitable conversation, which is now a pandemic in sports conversation. Anytime a quarterback gets hurt, whose name pops up? You know, yes, that is correct. Colin Kaepernick. And uh, these lunatics going around, oh, they got to sign Kaepernick. they got to sign Colin Kaepernick. Now, I have been told by my authority in Baltimore that that is not on the table. There's some people trying to connect dots that don't belong. The Ravens, one of their new assistant coaches is Greg Roman, who worked in San Francisco and was there with Colin Kaepernick as the offensive coordinator for the 49ers for the first four years of Colin Kaepernick's career. Is that true? Yes. Does that mean the Ravens are going to call Colin Kaepernick No, no, it does not mean that. And so let's uh, let's nip that in the bud. Of course, we can't nip that in the bud because you know who's also getting that. We had RG three worked out for the Chargers. They didn't sign him. People were going nuts. They got to sign. They got to sign Kaepernick. He's better than RG three. So then the Chargers traded for Cardell Jones from Buffalo. So then the the Lynch mob moved up to Buffalo, and they're like, All right, you got to you traded a quarterback. Kaepernick to Buffalo, <laughs> so it's, it's it's this this illness which is spreading all over the place, and I, I've gotten a big kick out of it because Kaepernick's not going to play anywhere, and this is just driving people insane. the the unemployment of uh, of Kaepernick. I saw Bob Costas ranting about that the other day, and just uh, going on and on. Everyone's all upset; they're furious. Man, are you met. I mean, he was on a one in fifteen team last year. He was a quarterback for a one in fifteen team last year, and uh, people are desperately trying to get that manager job. What a world we live in! What a world we live in! All right, so the Ben Maller show on Fox. Now, meanwhile, I can't. I pushed this back till now. The Los Angeles Dodgers, the big blue wrecking crew, have done it again. Your National League batting champion. Well, he will be at the end of the year. Justin Turner with a ribby single, two outs in the ninth, and the Dodgers complete the sweep. They have 13 sweeps. They've got more sweeps this year than the San Francisco Giants have wins. That's how good the Dodgers have been. They swept the Minnesota Twins, and the Dodgers now have – they're doing things that haven't happened in baseball since, like, the 1800s. It's insane – what is going on right now around this particular team, and you can't rain on my parade, and you can't rain on my parade, neither can you. And You cannot stop me. The Dodgers are 40 games above five they They've won 36 of their last 42 games now, and they've got a 770 winning percentage at Dodgers Stadium. The Dodgers, we're sitting here in what's getting to late July – The Dodgers have lost 13 games at home all season. And we're we're closing in on August. We're closing in on August. They've lost 13 games all season in their home ballpark, and it's almost August. You want more Dodger propaganda? Good. I'll give you more Dodger propaganda. The Dodgers now, when they – Eddie, I want you to enjoy this as well. I want to turn Eddie's mic on. I want Eddie to enjoy this as well. Eddie, the Dodgers – when they have trailed, when they've been behind in games this season, they're 29 and 31. They're 29 and 31, right? Uh, if you say so. That's the record. I-, I don't know the numbers. I believe you. I am told that that is more impressive. That's a higher win percentage, which is not that great, 483. But when trailing, then 13 teams in baseball have in all their games. No! The Dodgers are better than 13 teams when they're trailing in the games. You want me to go on? Uh, sure. All right. The Dodgers now, it's the earliest in franchise history, 40 games above 500. 40 games above 500. Can we just stop basically? Why don't we just give them the championship right now? Let's not even play the World Series. Let's just have everyone rest. Everyone will rest up for spring training. They'll go to Arizona and Florida next year. Let's have a parade. We'll have a party. I'll bring the cake. You bring the balloons. Dodger championship.
0: Well, you wish that would happen, but Why not? Uh, that's not the way it works. No, it's never, no, no, it's no. never been that way, and it's not going to be that way no, this no. year. So, if they don't win it, uh, you will be a laughingstock.
2: Well, you told me, Eddie. Now, you said that the Dodgers were screwed with Kershaw getting hurt. They I, have I yet, said, they, if they've yet, they yet to lose a game, they've yet to lose a game? You did not
0: quote me accurately. That's a bad job I by did you. Quote you accurately? No, you did not. I you said, if good. he does not pitch in the postseason, they are screwed. They're yes. done. No. They will not win the World Series. You, you are so I don't wrong. care if they pick up Verlander or Darvish or Gray or any of those guys. You, all three of them. You are they wrong. They are not going to win the World you, Series without Clayton Kershaw. You are Kershaw. completely
2: wrong. Uh, you are trying to be to ruin my party, and I will not allow you to do that. Just like I didn't allow you to do uh, it the other day. Uh, this is a wonderful. Enjoy thing. your
0: regular season party. They're having a wonderful regular not, season. No,
2: not a wonderful regular season. A legendary regular okay. season. The, legendary. Seattle Ma- the
0: Seattle Mariners once had a legendary yeah. regular season. And, you know, and, and what happened to them?
2: And the Chicago Cubs, see, that's an outdated reference. The Chicago Cubs last year had a legendary regular season. And what happened to them? They won the World Series. Okay. They won the championship, all right? They were the and, champions. And, and if they the Dodgers cup win the Palooza. championship,
0: and if the Dodgers win the championship, yeah. then yeah. it'll all be relevant. They'll but be, if they don't, they're gonna win. no one will care. They're
2: gonna win. And there'll be more people the Dodgers celebration than the Cubs celebration. There'll be more people in L. A. at that party than the Cup party. Yeah, true. They,
0: they better win it. If not, they're going to be one of the win. biggest chokers of all time. Oh, stop! Please.
2: they by your account, they have no chance without Kershaw. So if they win, that's it's true. An ups- but it's an upset if they win.
0: If without it's Kershaw, upset, yeah, yeah. Have- I would. I would say so. Without they're, Kershaw, yes. Yeah.
2: All right, they're going to win. All right, that's keep it.
0: telling yourself that.
2: I don't – listen, it's – You're or- just setting yourself up for a
0: bigger fall. I am not- Danny G is a fellow Dodger fan. He- Danny, you must cringe hearing no, Ben no, run no, off at the no, mouth like no, this. No, no, no,
2: no. Listen to me. Danny knows exactly – you've got to enjoy – Phil Jackson taught me this years ago. You have to enjoy the journey, not just the no, destination. No, enjoy it. But I'm enjoying you're, you're the like, journey.
0: You're like trying to like rub it in. Like, this is –
2: oh, this is so great. Uh, blah, blah, blah. It is great. If they it's don't wonderful. win the World Series, it's meaningless. No, no, no. Meaningless. You're wet Blanket Garcia. It's the truth. Wet Blanket Garcia. You, you, every night would use your own ice bucket challenge.
6: Enjoy your regular yeah. season banner. Uh-huh. Eddie, normally I would be a little worried about the curse of the Ben Bino. No, no, no. With the Dodgers, they're even playing well enough to thwart off Ben's best jinx effort. This will There's end, it. No, this that, will that, end that, it.
2: That's not possible. We're going to go from a Dodger championship and then next NBA season, the Clippers uh-huh. are going to win the See championship. Danny? See, Danny? See? Oh, and no. the Rams. Hear this
0: nonsense? No, no, no. You're going to believe
2: this the, nonsense? The Rams will be in, in Minnesota for the Super Bowl, right. representing you're, the you're NFC. A fraud. It'll you're be a, a Ram, complete fraud. Ram Patriots no Super Bowl. No credibility whatsoever. I can't wait for that. I got butterflies diarrhea in my stomach. Of the mouth. Ben I got Mauer. butterflies in my... I'm a talk show host! Of course Of course, I have diarrhea in my mouth. It's wrong.
6: He's <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Mark tape.
2: <laughs> oh man! All right, uh, I'm all choked up all of a sudden. I don't know why. Something must have been in my mouth. All right, uh, very good. I... <laughs> Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, I-, I I got a bunch of other Dodger cool, property. Make sure this is in the best of. Uh, no, there's no best of. Play. We don't have a best of. Please. What are you talking We were, didn't we do a best of last year? They ever played it? Didn't we? We spent Maybe. we spent like. T- <laughs> Ten hours
6: putting yeah. all our clips together, yeah. and then we got an email saying, yeah. uh, "You guys aren't on the uh, on the lineup." Manage-
2: management said, "Well, we've heard your show. It'd be take a miracle to find a best of show. It's not. We don't. Have, there's, there's not enough holy water in the entire land to make that a best of show. Not enough."
5: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: So. This is wonderful. This is great. Uh, I have uh, been a little skeptical over the years, uh, and uh, let's just be honest here. My cynical side usually wins out. I laughed my ass off at this video. So to set this up, this guy is from Kazakhstan. I believe I pronounced that right. He's I a- don't believe you
0: pronounced that no? right. <laughs> All
2: right. Well, what, how do you say it then? Kazakhstan. Is it Kazakhstan? I've never heard
0: of Kazakhstan.
2: Was it Kazakhstan? That- Kazakhstan. Yeah. All right, whatever. Kaz- like, you guys are experts. You've never been there. Shut up. Uh, Kazakhstan? Is that it?
6: Yeah, but we saw the movie. With, yeah. Uh, oh, all right. With, fine. What's his name? Whatever.
2: All right. So, very nice. Ka- Yeah.
6: Kazakhstan. So. It's Bor- <laughs> Borat's home country. I oh, dare okay. you.
2: Listen, so this this guy's a street performer. And I'm sure you guys are going to say how to pronounce his name. Is, is it Islam Badurgov? Is that it? Say it again. <laughs> No, I'm not saying it. No,
0: I didn't hear you right the first time. No, that's no, fine.
2: You say it, Eddie. Go ahead. Say I guy's name. I don't have
0: it in front of me. I don't know his name.
2: I said to watch the video. His name's on the video. I, was, I got another video the, to the, tell the, you about, but go ahead. All right. The, anyway, so this, guy's, uh, this guy is just ripped. All right? This guy is in tremendous physical shape. He clearly has been doing uh, magical uh, things to get to this, this level of strength. But he's much bigger than Conor McGregor. But this guy was able to pull off one of the great stunts I have seen in some time because he went in and got some, uh, a makeup artist to paint on very similar tattoos to Conor McGregor. So this guy's all jacked up. He's all he's just ripped. Uh, and now, is...
0: have
6: you tweeted this out?
2: Is that where we I can see I just tweet
6: tweeted this? out. Okay. All right. yeah. I'll, I'll look. All right. I'm so, on, I'm on Ben's Twitter page right now. It's the first thing on
2: there. Yeah. It's the first thing on there. So, so this guy's a street workout athlete, and he he's much bigger than Conor McGregor. So he goes, he walks around. He's wearing blue jeans, no shirt. He's got sunglasses on. He's got. Oh, he
0: does look like him
2: though. No, not really though. Only, I I think he does. But when his sunglasses are off, he looks nothing oh, okay. like. Him. All, right. All right, that's the catch. That's okay. the thing. Okay. So this guy's going around L.A. with a camera crew, and he's got a couple guys next to him like his posse, you know, because Conor McGregor's got to have a posse. And he goes to Muscle Beach in Venice. He goes to like Hollywood and Highland in L.A. And he is mobbed by Conor McGregor fans who want to take photos with him. They want to get close to him. He's constantly being peppered by people who want to be near. Women are getting all excited because he's there. They're getting all aroused because uh, there's Conor McGregor with his shirt off. Right? Uh, Guys are yelling and crying. They can't believe this. They're in the presence of, <laughs> of Conor McGregor. It ain't Conor McGregor. It's not he's,
0: him. He's got the chewing gum
4: uh, Oh, he had the whole, down. He had the you walk. Yeah, he had the pimp he walk. I mean, it. The
2: good. The guy, but he couldn't talk, right, because you can't yeah. really talk because you don't sound anything like him. So he couldn't talk. But it's hilarious. And the whole video is like seven minutes long. And if you watch it all the way through, at the end, they kind of show him getting the makeup. And they show him without the glasses. Looks nothing like Conor McGregor. Interesting. Like in the eyes part. Uh, if if you go to the like the six thirty mark in the video, he doesn't look anything like him. Like without, he just looks totally different. But it's hilarious. I mean, it just shows you the power of celebrity. And, and if you wander around, if you if you can present the the image, oh yeah, you're right. right? He doesn't look like anything like him, ain't like uh, him don't huh? Right. Yep. Yeah. So pronounce his name. Go ahead, Eddie. Go ahead. It doesn't him. have his name on. It here. is if you go to the six forty six mark in the video, his name's oh. right there. Oh, hold on. I gotta hear this. I want to hear how Eddie pronounces this name. This ought to be good. Six forty six. Yeah, the six forty six mark of the video. You pause it right there on the YouTube video. I I tweeted it out. You can see his name. Go ahead, pronounce that name. I'm trying. Go ahead. Six forty six. Six forty six. I gotta stop right here. I see The makeup. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. It's It's at the six forty five. Six. Oh, fine. Six forty five. Big deal. It was one second. We'll just sit here and wait. I'm not gonna talk, Eddie. It's a talk show, but I'm not gonna talk. I want you to see this. And I want you to pronounce it. Uh, it's
0: them. like when I pause it, it puts up like a thumbnail and over it.
2: Really? Uh, yeah. Okay. You can X out of that. It's oh,
0: you can, you can. You're right. Okay. All oh, oh, right, here we go. Uh, this
2: is live radio. This is no tape. Go ahead. Big pronouncement. Uh, Badergove Islam.
3: I don't think that's it. I think that's yeah. exactly right. No, I don't yeah. think that's <laughs> not <bad. laughs> that's not, not bad. it. Now, you don't know that's right. You <laughs> <We've> never <laughs> met the guy. You don't even know if that's correct. Oh, uh, <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. You, you idiots. Oh, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Jackass. I got another
0: video to tell you about. I tweeted right. it out earlier. Oh, oh really? Well,
2: oh oh, I think you know that, what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It involves yeah, yeah. our
0: friend William Shatner. Yeah. And a horse.
2: <laughs> now he didn't get hurt in this, right? He, Shatter- he did not, but uh yeah. he could have. I mean, he's a, he's, an, he's an old guy now. What and, the hell is Shatner doing on a horse? Well, he's
0: he was being pulled like a it was like a buggy uh thing. Uh yeah. what do they call that? Oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> buggy thing. Uh, yeah. harness racing okay. harness racing uh, he's, he's
0: doing some kind of harness racing although he's not racing he's just kind of yeah. going around the track and the horse uh
2: this is in somebody K-
0: yelled out ben Maller or something and the horse <laughs> the horse uh went back on its hind legs and started jumping around and shats got so, dumped right on
2: his head this was in kentucky at the mercer county fair how the hell how does shatner end up at the mercer county fair in kentucky
6: well, we know from uh, those antique guys. What are they, American Pickers? Remember he was the guest on that show? Yeah. And they were helping him with his uh, spread there in Kentucky.
2: Oh, he, does he have yeah. a house there? Oh, yeah, I, a, did, I didn't know that.
6: He's got a big house there.
2: Really? Wow.
0: I tweeted that out if you guys All want right. to check it he's out. He's
2: 86 years old. <laughs> he,
0: come on. He could have... Uh, bit the farm Would right there. it have been
2: wrong and inappropriate if I had tweeted out if that had happened? Checkmate. Would that have been wrong if I had said <laughs> we, we, that? Would we
0: have oh. done a uh, six-line salute for Shats? <laughs> oh, sure.
2: We would have done a 12-line salute. What are you <laughs> talking about? Please. All right. So the Ben Maller Show on Fox. That's our video fun. Uh, play along and uh, let's get to it. Here we go. It's Maller. How
5: about that? To the third degree. This is when Big
2: Ben gets grilled. And here we go, Maller to the third degree, we bring
3: in the coup da loop Ben, everyone's favorite video game quarterback, Michael Vick, is now a coaching intern for Andy Reid and the Chiefs. How do you think his coaching career will go?
2: Well, it's not off to the greatest start. I saw the editorial board at the big newspaper in Kansas City, is a trashed Michael Vick. But... Here's my outlook on this. My position is this is a temporary situation for Michael Vick. Temporary situation. I'm all about you know second chances and all that. And clearly, Michael Vick, by all accounts, has not gone to the dark side where he was when he was electrocuting, hanging, and drowning uh, dogs and several of them back in the day. And uh, a Michael Vick has been a top the fold headliner. At one point, he was the highest paid player in the NFL. The percentage of those type of players who go on to have a successful coaching career is zero, right? I'm talking about getting to become a head coach. It's zero in the modern era. Michael Vick, he's going to have some fun here for a couple years, and he'll hang out and give it a shot and see if he wants to to do the the dirty work. But the chances are this is not going to last. And B, even with that trip to prison and the very public setbacks that he has had Michael Vick in his in his personal life here he's still worth 15 million dollars he's had to pay a lot in legal fees and other mistakes that he's made along the way but the guy's got money and so if you're going to get into coaching you got to do it for the love of the gig because typically you don't make all that much money when you start out and if Michael Vick is committed to chopping wood and carrying water for Andy Reid and doing the grunt work, which you usually have to do in that situation, then, yeah, he can move his way up the ladder. But it's going to be unpleasant. Long hours, peanuts compared to what he had been making. There's no real future in this uh, for Michael Vick. He'll, He'll go do something
3: else. Next! Ben, Adam Silver says that NBA expansion is inevitable, with Seattle to be considered. But he also brought up how most fans think there are only a couple good teams in the league right now. He said, quote, and I'm thinking, well, if people really believe that even though we have 450 of the best players in the world and 450 players can only form one really good team, probably doesn't make sense to expand in terms of dilution of talent. But he says he doesn't actually believe that line of thinking. Seems to be talking out of both sides of his mouth, Ben. Yeah. How long do you think it'll be before we have expansion? Well,
2: I've actually figured this out, Coop. I've done the math on this. It's Mahler math. Within the next 10 years, within the next 10 years, Seattle is going to get an NBA franchise again and some other random city as well. Number one, the reason I'm going within 10 years, and that sounds like a long time, it sounds like a long time, but if you're an old fart, time moves faster. The TV contract with TNT and ESPN is worth $24 billion. Wonderful. It runs out at the end of the 24-25 season. So it would be most likely the case where the NBA – has new franchises in place right around 2025, if not sooner. Why? It accomplishes two things. It's an ATM machine for the other owners. They get a nice big fat check. But they also, the the negative side is they have to divide the television money pie. They have to give an extra slice to everyone, uh, the expansion teams, the, the Seattle franchise if they get one, and then another city. So that's why... It's going to be within the next 10 years. And number two, the better question is what's the other city? like? Seattle seems like a no-brainer. It's a crime that that oil baron took the the Sonics out of Seattle. How dare him? May uh, Xavier McDaniel and Dale Ellis curse the oil baron. Uh, But the other cities, it's wide open. right? It's absolutely wide open. And I wouldn't be shocked if the NBA starts moving franchises around. You know there's a bunch of Western Conference teams – that are near the Mississippi River, who would love to shift to the Eastern Conference. You're telling me that New Orleans would not say, hey, we'll go to the East, put us in the East. You think Memphis is like, hey, we're close enough, put us in the East. We don't need to be in the West. Be a bunch of teams. So you could put two teams in the West. I don't see Vegas, they've got too many teams now with the Raiders and the hockey team. Uh, I, w- I would consider a place like Louisville, uh, that's been talked about, Nashville. Richmond, those are those are cities that could handle the NBA. And then there's always – you're going to get Mexico City. You're going to get – why not
3: Pittsburgh? All right, next. Ben, another negative story for that terrible franchise of yours. Jamal Crawford – You're supposed to be fair and balanced. Why, that, I'm just uh, – you know, I'm stating the facts here. Jamal Crawford said that he was, quote, upset and hurt over being traded by the Clippers. Oh. <laughs> really? Were you upset and hurt too, Ben? Yeah, I was devastated. I I,
2: I sucked my thumb in the fetal position all night. I was so upset. No, come on. This is how the business goes. Jamal Crawford. First of all, I understand Crawford's upset. He's hurt because he loved playing in Los Angeles for the most popular team in L.A., wearing the Clipper uniform, the iconic Clipper uniform. It's completely understandable that he would feel this way. I mean, he spent five glorious seasons wearing that Clipper logo and he was a beacon of the greatest era of Clipper basketball. And he really, the rebirth of the franchise, this new era of the NBA. Uh, and he was part of that. And that's all wonderful. But the reality is, he's 37 years old. His scoring average, Crawford's decreased each of the last four years. On a given night, he can still score 50. But more likely than not, he's going to shoot 38%, miss a bunch of shots. He'll have one good stretch during the game. And the consistency, the reliability were not there. Last season. But good luck to Jamal Crawford in Minnesota, one of the great Clippers of all time. Uh, if he was a Laker, they'd give him a statue because they give everyone a statue. All right, there it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Then you fail this edition. That's a winner. Thank you very much. Another win for me. Nothing. You lose. Good day, sir.
5: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app now time for, time for, well, hurry, hurry, I can hardly wait, ask Ben, Twitter, send us your questions on Twitter now.
2: All right, you should have already sent your questions in, but let's do this, as many as we can in, and much gratitude to those that have sent in questions, we thank you for that, and you will be the envy of everyone else when we use your questions, and if we
3: don't use your questions, that's because they weren't very good. All right, Coop, what do we have today? All right, Ben, we're going to start off with a question for you. Okay. This is from Lance on Facebook. Hello, Lance. Ben, would you, if you had to, would you pick to play Mallers Mountain of Money with Coop or Eddie? Wow. Uh, now, are you
2: are you smoking weed, Coop, or are you uh, somewhat sober, Coop? I imagine it would be during the the radio yeah. broadcast. It so would so be high, I, no. okay. <laughs> um, I oh, tough, I guess I'd play with you, uh, you know, Eddie. Uh, Eddie, you're, you're kind of the uh, accomplice of the cheating, but Eddie's the main culprit the main ethical violations are from Eddie. So I would pick you. Yeah, Good answer. Yeah, that's right. All
3: right, we've got another one for you, Ben. All right. This is from Ivinson on Twitter. Back to back and belly to belly. If an athlete's prime years are over at the age of 33, what's the prime years for a sports talk show host?
2: Oh, see, the great thing about talk radio is uh, physically, the worse shape you are in, the better you get. Like, I I could take Mike Francesa at a one-on-one game right now, but Frances is on top of his game. I believe I could take down, like, uh, who, who are the other top guys? Yeah, Colin Coward. I could take him down. See, the great thing is, as a gas bag and a blowhard on radio, our peak years are
3: like in our 50s. So, I mean, we're we're, we're loaded. I got another 20 years of this nonsense. But aren't you in better shape now than you were 10 years ago? Yes, that is so exactly. So you're past your prime. No, no,
2: no, no. But I'm regressing. I'm regressing. Because you've got a cake right in front of me, Coop that I'm going to be eating, and
3: so I'll be taking a step back when I get a big slice of that delicious cake. All right, yeah. this, is, uh, this is for everyone. This is from the little troller on Twitter. Oh, famous Twitter handle. When was the last time any of you actually used a lawnmower and cut the grass? Wow. Uh, that would be uh, when I was growing up in Irvine, California, and I had
2: chores around the house, and I had to cut the grass, and uh, my mom, trying to cut some corners, didn't have a gardener uh and then i lived in apartments and condos and things like that was most of my adult life so i didn't have to worry about it so i would say probably i'm gonna go 13 13 years old 14 years old something like that eddie uh
0: i used a lawnmower a couple weeks ago i'll be using it again tomorrow i'll be mowing my backyard and it is a push mower
2: wow you're a man eddie i know you got (laughs) hair on your chest Luckily, Great.
0: the backyard lawn is not very big.
2: Do you have a giant hat, like an outdoor hat?
0: A giant hat? No, I have keep uh, the sun
2: out of your neck and the whole thing. You know? No, I do not okay. have that. Okay. I'm not
0: again. It's a it's a very small <laughs> piece of uh, of lawn. Yeah, so it's
2: I'm not out there too long. All right, uh, Danny G, you live in an uh, yeah. apartment, right? I believe. So. Yeah, we
6: do have a front yard to the the building that has a nice green grass area, but I have a living lawnmower. Speaking of baby shack. I take him out to graze a couple of times a week. Just set him on that green grass for about an hour, Big Ben, and he mows it down.
2: <laughs> All right. And, and do you, now, do
6: you clean up the turtle poop? Is that? The- oh no, he saves that for his tank. Oh, I got you.
2: oh my you. god!
0: My uh, my wife's cousin was out of town the week, and they asked me if I would go feed their tortoise. And so I went over their backyard. There is turtle crap or tortoise crap everywhere. I could not believe how much that uh, now my that tortoise craps.
2: My father in law had some turtles in his backyard, and they would dig these giant holes. What kind of turtle is that that digs the big hole there? They, uh, they weren't well, that big, but they they. It's, these- it's
6: usually a desert tortoise that okay. does it because they live in the sand and they burrow.
2: Oh, yeah, and my 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 father in law was like, "Well, you got to be careful where you walk because there's these holes everywhere, and one,
3: some of them are big." And you, like really. Uh, what about you, Coop? You an outdoorsman? Uh no. All right. uh, I would say it was probably, probably about seventeen. The last time I I lived, uh, yeah, like at at my parents' house. There you go. All right, let's pause for the calls. We'll have more Ask Ben. Your questions, are answers. Use the
2: hashtag Ask Ben on Twitter and on Facebook. You know what to do there. There's a post you can ask away. More of Ask Ben. We'll get to that. We'll do it next.
0: There's a whirlwind of excitement going on around our show Reddit page. Search for our subreddit, Ben Maller Show, and get the latest, authentic, listener-generated content about the Maller Militia. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
2: And right back to Ask Ben we go. Time is a short. It's ticking away, so let's get back to it. It's Ask Ben. Your questions, our answers, and back
3: to Loop. All right, Ben, we have a question for you. Okay. Uh, this is from... Michael on Facebook. Hi, Michael. A big topic on uh, OutKick yesterday morning. It was a, a yeah. big debate here. Chick-fil-A. Ben, is it the best chicken restaurant ever or overrated? Yeah, I'm in the overrated
2: camp, and I'll tell you why. Uh, uh, Chick-fil-A, the, the portions are too small. You Fast food, you're supposed to pay a little, get a lot. You pay For fast food, you pay a lot, get a little. That's my first complaint with Chick-fil-A. Uh, secondly, I've experienced Raising Cane's. And when you've gone to Raising Cane's, the the holy land of the chicken finger, for fast food restaurants, you it doesn't even compare. So I I know Raising Cane, Raising Cane's the chicken finger place is not nearly as big as Chick Fil A, but if you have one near you, I recommend going there because it's just outstanding.
3: All right, uh, next. <laughs> uh, so this is for the crew, not Ben. Okay. If if Ben got stung by a jellyfish on his leg. Would anybody step up to the plate?
2: What does that mean? i guess suck the
3: no, venom you, out. Right? No, 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 oh. no. That's not how you treat a jellyfish thing. How do you say urination? Yes, you have oh, to. Oh, is that it? Yeah, somebody would have to oh. urinate on. I'm good. Ben's I'd rather leg. die. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do it. So
2: You think I'm Michael Phelps? What's wrong with you? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Moises
0: Alou would. Uh, would vote for that maybe. So
3: so nobody's gonna save save yeah, Ben I'm here. Well, oh, you want me did... to take a whiz
0: on Ben to save his life? Absolutely, I'll do it.
3: Yeah, mark tape. All right, thank you
2: for that. All right, we're good. That's what we wanted. We got it. Good job by everyone. Okay, moving All right. on.
3: Uh, here's another question for everybody from Norman on Facebook, Stormin Norman. Yes, what would be your choice of execution if you were on death row?
2: Ah, oh, that's 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 good. Well, everyone says this electrocution thing's not that good. Um, <laughs> yeah because there's mistakes
0: especially
6: after seeing the green mile i don't
2: know roll on one firing squad i guess would that be (gasps) the way to go i don't know what other options are there Uh, lethal
0: injection
2: yeah i could go lethal injection hanging
3: Hanging, yeah
2: i don't want the hanging. how about guillotine do they have that anywhere the guillotine i don't think that
3: anymore i guess
2: i'd go lethal injection you know it still sucks but yeah what about you eddie uh boy i wish i could pick your death
0: yeah uh, yeah, I guess I'd have to go with the, uh, the injection as well.
2: Okay. Uh, Danny G.
6: Ben, I think that I'm a drummer in a rock band in another life, so I'd have to do the hanging.
2: Oh, very nice. Cool. What? <laughs> 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 um. It's like a tribute to the musicians, uh, who have enjoyed. Rest in peace. Yes. Oh, some, gotcha. Some
3: early exits. Gotcha. Yes. All right. Yeah. Um, you know, I have a, I have a phobia of needles, so I probably wouldn't go that route. I think I'd, I think I'd choose firing squad. You're worried about – it's not a
2: tetanus shot, Coop. I mean, my God. Hey, no, I just don't,
3: just don't like him.
2: <laughs> But a bullet's okay. He's worried about the pain yeah. of the needle. Oh. oh, yeah. yeah, That's all right. Yeah. All right. Uh, there it is. Ask Ben. Thank you all for your questions. We'll do it again uh, next week. I'll try to work in an Ask Ben, uh, if not this weekend, in the near future on Twitter. So that's uh, usually the pyrotechnics. That's how it works. Yeah.
5: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox
1: Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1 800 Gambler.
3: I'm Vioza. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novela, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio, season nine. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen.